apples welcome back to the weekly podcast the good apple with me your host sharonda simone the good apple is a place where christ followers at any stage of your walk can learn to apply powerful life transformative biblical truths to live in the world but not of the world according to john 15 we are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives seasoned and salty with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in matthew 5. we are the remnant of god's people the good apples who invite god into our everyday lives and live in success health wealth prosperity peace and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in isaiah 65. apples welcome or welcome back hello apples welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast the good apple with me your host dr sharonda simone happy sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday whenever you are tuning in to today's episode really happy you are here If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. God bless you. So happy to have you as a listener. I encourage you to get plugged into the Good Apple community. We have lots of fun here talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so very much for being here. You know that I say it every episode because I mean it. Thank you. I appreciate you tuning in week after week for continuing the conversation on social media, for reaching out to me, sending me text messages, DMs, commenting on the posts, and sharing the podcast. All of those are excellent ways for you to support the Word of God and to support what we're doing here on the Good Apple podcast platform. So thank you very much. Now today I'm going to be sharing with you a special story. And I know that it's going to, at the very least, touch your heart. But I do hope that it encourages you and excites you and lights a fire under you to be even more bold for Christ. I'm really excited to share this story with you in just a moment. However, you know that each and every Sunday, I like to give a good Apple shout out. So right after this quick break, I'm going to do our good Apple shout out for this Sunday. So stay tuned. This episode of The Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, fashion, home decor, and lots more. All of these items will keep you bougie on a budget. So be sure to check out www.SharondaSimone.com. Now back to our show. Alrighty, apples. Now, before the break, I did say that I was going to do the good apple shout out for this week. However, I just want to postpone it for just a little bit because I wanted to say for all of you who may not have heard the last three episodes here on the Good Apple Podcast, we did a personal development segment and I was sharing from some work that I had created years ago. And it was focused on six principles of success. And each episode, I shared two other principles of success. So far, the feedback has been really, really positive. And I just want to make sure that if this is, let's say, your first time tuning in, or maybe you pop in and pop out, kind of a sporadic listener, that's all right. However, I really want to make sure that you get that information because I do know that it will be helpful to you 
if you apply the information, okay? So knowledge is power, but I like to say applied knowledge is power, okay? So make sure you get uh, that information if you did not listen to the previous episodes. All right, now without further ado, I am going to do our good Apple shout out for this Sunday. Look, next Sunday it could be you, all right? So reach out to me. If you haven't already let me know that you're listening in, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and reach out to me so that I can give you a proper welcome. And for this Sunday, the good Apple shout out is to Carolyn N. Carolyn N reached out to me on Facebook and she let me know that she is a listener of the Good Apple Community Podcast. And so I'm so happy that she tunes in. I'm so happy that she's blessed by the information. All praise and glory be to God, our Father. This is just one of the ways that we can promote and share and evangelize, okay, when we're talking about the Word of God. This is just one way that we do it here on the Good Apple Podcast. But I'm so very happy that Carolyn is getting blessed by the information. I pray that God continues to move in your life through the Good Apple Podcast. Thank you so very much for being here. I pray God's continued blessings on you and your family. You're listening to The Good Apple Podcast, the weekly show that airs on Sundays. Thanks for being here. Now back to our show. If you are able, go ahead and bow your head. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for waking us up today, God. We thank you so very much for all that you are doing in this season in our lives, Lord. Right now, we come before you asking that you give us wisdom as we navigate our lives each and every day, God. I also right now want to pray for our local and our national and international leaders, Father. I just ask right now that the spirit of truth would hold those in leadership accountable, God. Lord, I ask that the Christ followers who work alongside leaders, even if the leaders themselves aren't yours and haven't surrendered to you, God, I ask that you give boldness to the Christ followers who work alongside these men and women who lead our country and the countries around us. Lord, in this season of scarcity and lack, we claim and receive by faith supernatural provision and protection and guidance from you our lord and father god we are your people those who are called by your name we are the the remnant who invite you into our everyday lives god and by faith we receive our protection our provision in the name of jesus right now we come against every evil plan of the enemy we bind you up right now satan We cast you from our workplaces and we declare right now that we are standing on holy ground. We bind up evil tongues even in our our homes and in in our circles. God, help us to identify those who have evil plans laid out for us, God. Open up our eyes through wisdom, divine wisdom from Holy Spirit. Open up our eyes to see those who are for and those who are against, Lord. And give us wisdom to navigate the everyday interactions. Lord, we also just request and believe by faith that we will have boldness. Boldness in the face of a culture that is so quick to cancel you if you profess your love for Christ. Lord, we thank you so much for your loving kindness. 
We thank you so much for your forgiveness and your mercy, God. Help us to show those who don't know you the same love and mercy and kindness. Your word says that others will know that we are God's people by our love. Lord, help us to show unconditional love to each and every person, God, and use wisdom as we do it. All of this we ask in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, Apples, before we get into today's message, I just wanted to ask you to do a couple things, okay? Can you help me out here? First things first, pause the podcast right now and share this episode with a friend, all right? Even if it's just a blast on your social media page, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, whatever platform you do your mass communications on, go ahead and even send it that way. Or you can be more personal and send it to someone on your email list, someone in your text message thread. Please do that. I really want to make sure that we are spreading the information as wildly and as widely as possible. And then the second thing is, if you have not already, reach out to me so that I can add you onto the email list serve. That way you are immediately notified every time there is a new episode that is uploaded. Also too, I do some you know in-between communications very rarely. However, that might ramp up and I don't want for you to miss out on all that God has planned for us you know, through the Good Apple Podcast. So make sure you're on my email list serve and share the podcast. And then finally, this is a really big one here, okay? If you or someone you know would make a good co-host or guest here on the Good Apple Podcast, reach out to me as well. All of my contact information is listed down below in the show notes with direct links. So you can easily reach out to me, let me know what you would like to share, or you can give me the contact information of someone else you think would make an excellent guest here for us, okay? Again, I want for this to be a community effort. You guys have already seen that I've been trying to incorporate different aspects into the podcast. So far, you guys have really been enjoying it, and I want to keep that momentum going. I do have a few interviews lined up already for later on in you know this year. So stay tuned, stay locked in. You will be blessed. Again, all praise be to God. But I do want for us to get as many Christ followers here on the platform sharing their story, whether it's a testimony you have to share, you know, whether it is some other information that is Bible-based, Bible-founded, please reach out to me. We would love to hear from you, okay? All right, so I told you that I wanted to share with you a story, and it happened recently. So yesterday, my kiddos and I went out, we did a little bit of shopping in Tallahassee, and we were at the store at the checkout, okay? And I was with my little ones, okay? So my three littles, you guys know that I'm in a blended family, so I have two bonus babies from my husband's first marriage, and then I have three with my husband. So the little ones and I, we were out, and we were at the checkout, okay? And the clerk, the you know cashier, he was very friendly and chatty, so he was drumming up a conversation with my children and myself, and there happened to be this little jack-in-the-box. And the jack-in-the-box 
was you know out and the cashier was saying that there was a little boy who came in earlier and the little boy was frightened with the jack-in-the-box and so he just thought it was so hilarious well my five-year-old Cameron he was like oh we have one of those at church and he's like it's kind of scary to me but not scary kind of scary not scary well anyway by this time all three of my children were very intrigued by this jack-in-the-box and so the cashier was saying well you know I can you know twist the little lever and we can see what happens and you know if you're going to be scared or whatnot so I asked my children I said okay do you want to do this so all three of them were like yeah sure you know and so they're kind of hesitant you know Brennan and Cameron that's my eight-year-old Brennan my five-year-old Cameron and then my two-year-old Lauren right so all three of them they're kind of like hesitant but interested at the same time well long story short you know the jack-in-the-box sprung and you know it was it, it was what it was you know so Gigi which is Lauren the two-year-old she actually was very confident she went right up right before the jack-in-the-box sprung okay so she walks right up and just grabs the box and the jack-in-the-box pops out and she just kind of laughs and the you know like that was it so of course everyone was expecting for her to you know shriek and run off and be scared but Lauren was very bold she was like oh, okay that's it and then she went on about her business well as the conversation progressed it would you know the cashier started talking about you know scary things and was asking myself and the children you know do we like scary movies and so I said no I have never been that type of person apples okay where I like scary movies or you know things like that now suspense is different real life documentaries those things intrigue me but just scary movies for no reason that's just never been my cup of tea I don't know if I'm the only one or if you can relate so as we were talking the cashier was saying well you know he likes certain scary movies and then there was something about Halloween that came up well in my family because we are Christ followers and my husband and I have looked into all that comes with Halloween it is a satanic religion okay and yes I know a lot of people dress up as angels and fairies and unicorns and you know it's very playful you get candy and all that however the basis of Halloween and all of the satanic activity that happens on that date is just it is profoundly disturbing and it's you know deeply ungodly now I'm not going to debate with anyone I encourage you to do your own research if you are someone who engages in this holiday, just do your own research, seek Holy Spirit about it. However, it is definitely, this is, you know, well known and documented that Halloween is a satanic holiday. So we don't celebrate Halloween at all. Uh, growing up, we never did as children in my parents' home. And now, you know, my children, we don't do that. So I casually just say, oh, well, we don't celebrate Halloween. We're Christians. Now, I didn't browbeat him. I didn't point my finger and wag my finger in his face and say, you know, we're Christians. We know better than that. We don't do that. That's ungodly. No, I simply just said, oh, well, we don't celebrate Halloween because we're Christians. And my five-year-old Cameron, he jumps up and he echoes. And he was a little bit more intense with his, okay? If any of you know my family personally, you know the different personalities. And Cameron was de definitely more intense and so he jumps up and he's like oh no absolutely not we are not people who celebrate halloween we do jesus things we are christians and he was just so convicted and so bold and so passionate 
Now, he didn't tell the guy, well, you're not a good person because you celebrate Halloween. No, he didn't say any of that. But he was so bold in his approach, in his delivery. And after he was done speaking, this is Cameron, after he was done speaking, the cashier looks at me and he nods and he's like, well, you know what? Growing up, my grandmother wouldn't let me celebrate Halloween either because we're Christians too. And it was in that moment that he almost was given permission not to go along with everyone else. I'm talking about the cashier. And yes, my eight-year-old Brennan, he did also echo, you know, he's like, no, we don't do that, you know, and, and Gigi, I'm really not sure what Lauren was saying at that moment, because like I said, she's too, we don't celebrate Halloween. I'm not sure if she even knows what Halloween is fully at this point, because it's not something we harp on in my home. However, I was so proud of Cameron for his boldness and his willingness to be a Christ follower in public. You know, sometimes it's easy as Christians for us to follow Christ when we're at church, right? When we're around other people who love the Lord, it's so easy for us to, you know, praise God and say hallelujah and say, I love the Lord. And it's sometimes more difficult for some Christ followers to do that when you're amongst other people, when they're either one, non-believers around or number two, you don't know if they're believers or not. Now, this person, we had never met him. We probably won't ever see him again. However, I can guarantee that the amount of conviction and boldness that a five-year-old showed him in that moment, it brought back to memory something that he knew inherently to be true. Now, again, I don't want to debate with anybody about Halloween. I know a lot of people use it as a way just to celebrate and get candy and all of that. However, I urge you, I implore you as a Christ follower to do your research, okay, and find out um, the truth for yourself. Because remember, we've talked about, you know, truth uh, from Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit wants to always show us what the truth is. Okay, I've talked about that in previous episodes, that the spirit of truth, i.e. Holy Spirit, he is always showing us right from wrong. He's always opening up our eyes. It's just, are we willing and ready to accept the information? However, I was just so proud of Cameron. I mean, because he, without hesitation, he was bold in his conviction. And he was confident enough to say to a grown-up, we don't do that. We do Christian things. We are Christ followers. We don't do Halloween. And so it led me to a Bible verse in Philippians. So if you have your Bible, go ahead and turn to Philippians 1 verse 14. Now I'm going to read from the King James Version, and then I'm also going to read from the Message Version. So first, the King James Version reads, And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. And this is Paul, okay, he's talking uh, about being in prison, all right? And while he was in prison, he's saying, most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak without, bold to speak the word without fear. Now, if we read it from the message, okay, this is verses uh, 12 to 14 okay so Philippians 1 verses 12 to 14 I want to report to you friends 
that my imprisonment here has made the opposite of its intended effect. Instead of being squelched, the message has actually prospered. And the soldiers here, and everyone else too, found out that I'm in jail because of this Messiah. That piqued their curiosity, and now they've learned all about him. Not only that, but most of the followers of Jesus here have become far more sure of themselves in the faith than ever, speaking out fearlessly about God, about the Messiah. Apples. Cameron, in his boldness, even in a world where Halloween is wildly and widely celebrated, even in a world where all or most of his classmates thought it was odd for him not to be, you know, celebrating Halloween. It was almost like a bondage for him, right? You know, Christ followers, if we're not moving with the rest of pop culture, it's almost like we're pushed to the side. It's almost like we're, you know, set aside, put in a box. Oh, you're square. You're not cool. You're not with it. You're not with the times. We can't mess with you. We can't hang with you. Now, I don't know about you, but that has definitely been my life ever since I was a child when I gave my life to God. I've never really fit in to the big crowds and that's okay. I learned at an early age, look, if you're moving with the masses, chances are you're moving in the wrong direction, all right? You can read the book of Proverbs and see that, all right? If you are moving with everybody else, chances are you're going the wrong direction, okay? But because of Cameron's boldness, you know, you can liken that to, you know, what Paul was talking about. You know, most times because of being an outcast, because of being separate, it's almost as though that would quiet your fire for Christ. And that's the intended purpose of the enemy, right? If, if you can be canceled as a Christ follower, then technically the outcome should be that the message of Jesus gets silenced because now they've canceled you. You're no longer in the in crowd. You're no longer relevant. They have relegated you to the bottom of the barrel, push you to the side. However, in that moment when Paul was in prison, it was an opposite effect. So see, Satan meant that imprisonment for bad, but God used it for good because even when Paul was imprisoned, he said, people were asking questions. Why are you here? He said, well, because of the Messiah. And so now they're thinking, okay, you're willing to be imprisoned for this Messiah. Tell me more. And it piqued their curiosity. So the chains that he had, the physical chains, right? The bondage he was in behind bars, they're all of the, you know, I mean, that was true cancel culture, okay? It's one thing to say, okay, we're not going to follow you on social media. No, they were putting people in jail for real in the Bible times and even in some countries, okay? So here in America, we're very fortunate, you know, that all we have to worry about is some people not liking us and maybe saying some negative things about us on social media, all right. And for some people, you know, it even goes far reaching than that. Okay. They could definitely try and block your business, block your income. However, apples, remember this, God is our source. Remember this, God is your source. Okay. And he has provided for you in the past and he will always provide for you. Will it always be easy? No, but he is a faithful, good God. So back to what I was saying. Paul was in this restriction. Cameron was in a restriction. My children, my family, all of us are, you know, in this box. 
they always get invited to you know halloween festivities and their friends always asking them why aren't you doing this what's wrong with you how come you're not involved but in the moment in that store as we were checking out the cashier was given permission and boldness of sorts to say well you know what i'm a christian too and growing up my grandmother told me i shouldn't do it either and he even said yeah i know better but i just do it for the candy <laughs> i said you know you can just buy candy any any time of year right you don't have to wait for one day <laughs> okay so if you're just doing it for the candy well sir if you know better do better right but in that moment he was given boldness to profess his Christianity and to say, well, you know what? I probably shouldn't be doing it either because growing up, that's what I was told by my grandmother because I'm a Christian too. And it was really great to have that conversation and then to further expound on the conversation with my children on the way home because Brennan began to ask more questions and Cameron began to ask more questions and I was able to congratulate them and encourage them and get happy and excited for them because I was like, look, you guys are young children in this big, crazy world. And you're bold enough to stand up for Christ, even when it's not popular, even up, you know, against an adult. So I said, you know, I was so very pleased and I just had to share that story with you. And so I called my mother and I told her the story and she said, oh, it reminds me of something that you did when you were about Cameron's age as well. And she told me that. It was Halloween or thereabout, and my aunt, one of my aunts, came over to the house with my cousins, and they were dressed up for Halloween, and I boldly said to my aunt, I was a little girl, and my aunt, of course, was an adult at that time, and I said to her, you should not be doing that. You shouldn't have your kids celebrate in Halloween. This is not right. This is, you know, a satanic holiday, and this is as a child, apples, okay? So, you know how you see me today is how I've always been all right it's just really great that I do it for Christ but I've always been very bold and you know in my convictions especially as a Christ follower so I was you know I I guess arguing with her and my mother said that she reported to me well it's okay because you know I dressed them up as angels and angels are godly and angels are good and my mother said that I responded to her and said no it doesn't matter it's satanic this is a satanic holiday it shouldn't matter what they're dressed up as and apparently she was so upset by my little five-year-old six-year-old conviction and an argument that for months she didn't speak to me now according to my mother i didn't know the difference because i was a child you don't expect for an adult to hold a grudge you know against a child and i wasn't any the wiser but for months she didn't speak to me now, Apples, I'm sharing this with you not to toot my own horn, but as a way to encourage you. Number one, if you are going to be a Christian and be a Christ follower, it behooves us to do that all the time, even when it's not popular, even when it seems as though nobody else is going to agree with us. Again, my son, he didn't know how that man was going to respond. All he knew was, we are Christians. We don't do that. We do Jesus stuff. That's what he kept on saying. We don't do Halloween. We do Jesus stuff. And that gave 
the other person on the receiving end the invitation, dare I say the boldness and permission to say, I too am a Christ follower and I know better. And I can guarantee that because of the way the conversation went and how his whole his whole effect changed, that he went home and he thought about it, even for a passing moment. I don't know if it, you know, has any big lasting impact impact. However, I do know that a seed was planted and I saw his temperament change. And I saw the seed also planted in my children. And I saw it begin to be watered as they realized just exactly what we talk about, you know, around the dinner table in passing every day. You know, the Bible tells us as parents, he tells us, you know, in in certain roles in children's lives, the Bible tells us to, you know, make God a part of your everyday life. Make God a part of your coming and your going. Talk about God with your children. Talk about God, you know, as you're waking up, as you're going to sleep, as you're cooking dinner. That way, it's not some foreign concept when there is a, a challenge, when there is opposition, when there are lies being told. Let me tell you something. There are so many counterfeit lies out there. There are so many false prophets and false speakers, teachers, preachers. It is impossible for us to know all of the tricks and schemes of the devil. He is the father of lies. You can't, there's no way we can outthink him. We can't outmaneuver the father of lies when it comes to knowing all of the lies and the schemes. However, what we can do, what we should do, what we ought to do, apples, we ought to know our God. We ought to have the conviction of the truth from Holy Spirit, the truth from the word of God. That way, it doesn't matter. If you know the truth, you can easily identify counterfeit. Even if you've never seen that type of counterfeit before, if you know the key components of the truth, then you can easily identify that which is ungodly. If we look at Deuteronomy 6 verses 5, 6, and 7, the NIV reads, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Apples, all of this that we do as Christ followers, we are to impress on our children and make it a part of our everyday lives. It cannot just be a Sunday thing. It cannot be a Wednesday night Bible study thing. It cannot just be an Easter Sunday or a Christmas service thing. It needs to be a part of our everyday lives so that when you're out at the grocery store, you don't have to browbeat people with the Bible. You don't have to browbeat people with the word of God, with the truth. Instead, just by you being a Christ follower and standing your ground boldly, you know, ten toes down, being a Christ follower wherever you are, that's how we can serve the Lord. That's how we can keep these commandments on our hearts. That's how we love the Lord with all our heart. And apples, when I saw my children living out being a Christ follower, 
it warmed my heart it encouraged me and i wanted to share it with you and i hope that it does the same be bold for christ who would have known that that little conversation would have sparked such a, a, a very a very passionate response but it did and in those moments i was able to share with my children and dig deeper and share more with them so whatever circumstance you're in this week here is my encouragement and my, and my challenge to you whatever situation you're in remember you don't have to browbeat people with the word of god not every situation calls for an argument and a back and forth simply be you for christ simply show up as a christ follower be authentic and be real and show up as a Christ follower and watch how the atmosphere shifts. Remember, the intention is to cancel culture, to put Christians to the side. That was the intention. However, Paul said it best, because of being locked up, because of being canceled, put to the side, it piqued the interest of those around. He was able to evangelize and witness and it also strengthened and encouraged other Christ followers to be even more bold in their profession and their lives and their living for Christ. Alrighty, Apples, that's it for today's episode. I truly hope you're blessed by it. If you were, please reach out to me. Let me know. All of my social media handles are linked down below in the description box or in the show notes, however you are consuming this podcast. Until next Sunday, remember, I am Dr. Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.